0: Welcome to the Geek Explorer not Off Topic Debrief. I'm Ben Robinson. And I'm John Williams. And here we are for uh,
1: the second time, even <laughs> though this is your first time hearing us, uh, giving you a little off topic uh, show with no brain power behind it, at least coming from <laughs> me. No topics, no brain power, uh, casual conversation. We're just going to talk about things again because. Boy, we had 16 minutes worth of show that, that, we, uh, that we had gotten into, and boy, did I fuck that one up.
0: Yeah, why do microphones even have an off switch? No shit. If it's plugged in and you're recording something, yeah. fuck you want to be recording. I looked just to make sure my microphone does not have an off switch.
1: No, those nice mics we have in the studio yeah, the do not have off switches. Do not. Yeah.
0: It's one of those Behringers you got there.
1: Yeah. Yep. One of our old rigs. Uh, I am working from home now because I am exhausted. How are you doing, Ben?
0: Oh, I'm doing good. About as good as I was 16 minutes ago. Still doing great.
1: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm a little more frustrated than I was.
0: I would imagine that's the case.
1: You know, it, it was, it was really good. Like, uh, we, we talked about our new years and, uh, and what we'd been up to, and I had this really good bit that I, uh, where I played a prank on Ben, and it totally worked. But this time around, like the first time we, we fucked up, did we ever admit to this on air?
0: Oh, We've talked about having fucked up in the past, but I don't oh, think we okay. talked about it on that show. Well, we might have mentioned it on the show, but I don't remember.
1: Well, this only happened to us one time before, where we got a ways into recording. We're like, oh shit, we are not actually recording. And we tried to recreate the show. And it was awkward, and I just said like, yeah, 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 a lot. I, I don't have the energy in me to do it this time. So we're going to hit the same points, but boy, is it a, I don't know, it probably won't have as much fanfare behind it.
0: We missed your uh, on-air realization that uh, you would totally screwed yourself with your New Year's resolution.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so why don't we just hit the bullet points? How was your New Year's, Ben?
0: It was splendid. I did nothing, and, uh, and it was good. It was a good, yeah. good nothing, just me and the wife. How about you?
1: <laughs> you know, I realized I did say, <laughs> we'll just breeze through it. And I'm like, oh, wow, we're not going to have a very long show this time. This but isn't
0: going to be very entertaining at all.
1: I'm, I'm kind of okay with not having a long show <laughs> after this, because the recording time is still the same for me. Or not recording time, I guess, on mic time. Um, I had a, a pretty great New Year's. I fought, a, I fought a cold for a few days, and I got
0: engaged. Yeah, congrats.
1: Yeah, we had a, a low-key um, New Year's Eve, just, you know, banging some pots and pans at midnight and went to sleep a couple hours later just watching some TV. But then I woke up feeling refreshed on New Year's Day, and I, I had written a song for Angelina, and I played it for her, and I proposed to her, and she said yes.
0: That's That's good. You can
1: still talk to me if you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't to ask you the same things I asked before.
1: Eh, do it. Why not? Nobody else heard it, but I, I think I think <laughs> I was just I I just meant like I was going to take some of the drama out of it because I I what it's so weird trying to recreate something you said or did, and it's like uh, like it, it it felt awkward to me that one time when we were doing it. So I was like, you know, I'm I'm not going to try to just act like our fu- or my fuck up never happened
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it just it feels kind of weird to have the same conversation twice
1: it's true well in case the listeners were curious yes i did propose to her with a green lantern ring as i always have uh, have said i would because uh you know I've, I've i've always said i'd know if it was the uh the right woman i was proposing to because she wouldn't say no if i proposed with the green lantern ring but we, we've got one in the works. We're forging one using some, uh, some old family stones. And uh, we've got a little interim one so she doesn't have to wear a plastic ring to work.
0: When you guys came over and told us, and she, she like, showed her hand with the green lantern ring on it, I, I could tell it took Annie a second to figure out what was going on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> She's like, like, what? And then she, then, it, then it clicked that uh, yeah. y'all's getting married.
1: Yeah, she snapped, too, and, and, of course, was, when's the date? Like, ugh. <laughs> everyone, everyone get out of my face with that. We got a lot to figure out. I'm like, let's just, let's take, like, a couple weeks before we really start worrying about logistics. Oh, you'll have
0: plenty of worrying to
1: do. Exactly. And
0: like, how involved do you want to be in wedding planning?
1: Involved enough to where I can put the, the kibosh on something that I think would suck. Like, if all of a sudden she wanted to play, like, richard marks as like our our first dance or something like i want to i want to be able to know that so i can say fuck no i'm not doing that
0: (laughs) good luck (laughs) picking fights here with
1: richard marks
0: i stayed completely out of my i i told annie i'm not surprised yeah i told annie you know you do whatever you want you know and anytime she asked my opinion on something it was whatever you would like dear Mm mm-hmm because I legitimately didn't care. And I said, the only things I really want is, uh, is an open bar and a bottle of Cristal because I'd heard rappers talk about it. And it was expensive. Uh, I didn't get either of those things. And uh, nope. you know what? I'm still married. It was fun. So, uh, <laughs> fuck it.
1: <laughs> I was looking forward to that open bar. I did not have a single drink. No, I, I, had, I had like, what? We, we all took a shot of like rum or something like before the ceremony. Yeah. But that had- was it.
0: Yeah, and that bar ran out super quick, and people kept having to put money on it. Like, it was a scene. It was like, the, you know, whatever. Yeah,
1: that's why I didn't drink. I felt bad that 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 your mother-in-law and your parents had put so much money in on that bar, and it would just disappear because those motherfuckers wouldn't tap the keg. They were selling them bottles. Yeah,
0: there Mm-mm. was still half a keg left after the wedding. I was like, you motherfuckers. I did not spend my uh, my youth imagining what my wedding would be like. Uh, my wife did, and so she gets to pick everything.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, like This is Angelina's second wedding, and from what I understand, the first one didn't end up being all about her and what she wanted. So I, I really want to give her as much of what she wants as I can. Just no fucking Richard Marks.
0: Yeah, as long as she doesn't want, like, you know, doves and crystal. So, I don't know. Whatever expensive stuff is. Like oh, we, a 400 person wedding or something ridiculous like that.
1: We are not suffering from any delusions of, uh, of what this is going to be like. You know, we're, we're in our late thirties and it's not exciting anymore for, for parents and shit. I mean, well, people are excited that we're engaged, but yeah, no but, one's going to fund you. Yes, exactly. And like, you know, we live in California and we want to buy a house. So, uh, money is not plentiful, you know, like we, if you, Yeah. Never mind. I mean, I'm rich as shit.
0: People will blow like 30, 40 grand on a wedding, and that boggles my mind.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Like, I can't even imagine having that to to blow on a wedding. You could
0: buy a car for that.
1: I could put a pretty sweet down payment on a house with that.
0: I mean, and if you're going to spend that much, go to like Tahiti or something. Yeah. Make it like something really cool. Bring like 10 of your closest friends and just have a big party somewhere rad. Yeah,
1: and just dare people to to get themselves out there.
0: Yeah, rather than inviting like 400 people that you barely know that are going to come around and tell you about how they remember when you were as tall as their knee and shake your hand and you're not going to eat eat any food or get drunk.
1: I can guarantee you that will not happen. 400 people. Yeah, right.
0: Fuck that. I had like 200 at my wedding and it was way too many people.
1: Yeah, we're 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 looking to go small. Angelina's got a friend that had like a 50-person wedding, and apparently it was great. And I was like, you know what? It may be tough, and some hearts may be broken, but that sounds perfect.
0: My buddy did like a cruise where we went along, and it was a seven-person wedding. And uh, it was awesome. We had a fucking great time.
1: That also sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, it was cool.
1: So stay tuned for all of that news, because I know everyone's tuning in for uh for for wedding news <laughs> but if you have advice uh shoot us a line at email at com, or uh, hit us up on the, any of the social medias or 916 ork turd give me some wedding advice or give no don't give ben any bachelor party advice i already don't want him to have ideas
0: Oh, oh that's a good point are you going to have a bachelor party
1: yes but not the kind that you had, or that's in movies.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> honestly, I've I've always said if I had a bachelor party, like, I would really just want to sit around, get wasted, and play video games with my closest buddies. Like that's, There's nothing
0: special about that at all. How, when was the last time we did that? I guess that's fair, isn't it? Yeah. I think your bachelor party, we should finally follow through with thanks jamming and just find a cabin in the woods, fill it with musical instruments, and take a bunch of psychedelic drugs and just fucking rock out for the weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. That, that also doesn't sound terrible. Well, I don't know how psychedelic I want to go. It's been, it's been a number of years,
0: but, uh, so just do the bit again, John, you're a professional. No, 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 no. I want to talk about <laughs> sledding today, man. Oh yeah. But, yeah. We went sledding today. Yeah. That was, uh, that was fun. The first time I've been to the snow this year, cause it did never actually snow at my house or actually I went yeah. up to my grandpa's house to like cut some trees down cause they like fell on his house and there was snow there but I didn't get to play in it. I was me- messing with a chainsaw the whole time.
1: Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't been sledding or playing in the snow in years. And and I'd wanted to the last couple of years, you know, especially having a kid. Like that's that's something that would be really fun
0: to do. And it was. Yeah, the snow uh, left a bit to be desired. It was uh, concrete chiller. It was very hard. <laughs> yeah, it was It was definitely hard. It had definitely iced over and packed out pretty good. But it made those bumps uh, into jumps, and boy, it would bounce your ass around.
1: It's a lot of fun until you hit the ground.
0: I murdered two inflatable tubes with uh, <laughs> my butt hitting the ground. They just blew holes in the bottom of both of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Um... Yeah, man. And you know what was one thing that was that was fucking annoying was the number of people who were walking up the middle of the fucking thing you slide down.
0: Or they just fucking stand there in the middle yeah. of, like, the the hill with people sliding down, and like, everyone's standing at the top waiting for them to get the fuck out of the way. And they're just, like, standing there taking a picture of their kid or doing something stupid. And it's like, what what are you people doing? What is... Where are you from? Why? Like, It's shocking. Any Anytime you go out in any big environment where there's a bunch of people, how many just inconsiderate, self absorbed pricks there are.
1: Yeah, it's phenomenal. Like, when, when, I was, when I went up to the top of the bigger hill to uh, go for my first run, like, there was exactly what you described. There was a lady who walked up the center with a sled with her two, like, two kids that like, the older one couldn't have been older than four. And then, like, she sat them in a little, a little divot and, like, took pictures and then sent them down and then started walking up again with them. It was maddening. Like, I, I think you, you guys said that you were questioning whether or not I was going to wuss out of uh, going down the hill because I'd been up there so long.
0: The worst part about that is that there was, like, a smaller hill just to the left of the big one that was specifically for little kids that didn't want to go down the full hill. But, no, she walked halfway up the full hill and fucking stood there for five minutes.
1: It was it was insane. And, you know, when I finally got to take the run, like she was at the bottom and, you know, I, I I'm still such a nice guy at heart. Like I was about to plow into her, like right behind her. And I, I yelled something like, look out, lady, or something like that. So she could jump out of the way. But uh, it would have been poetic justice for her to get creamed.
0: I wouldn't have been surprised if a small chair would have erupted.
1: Um, But you know, my my kid learned a lesson about trying to stop people uh, while they're flying down the hill. Because oh she,
0: boy, did she! She
1: was it was so sweet. She was just trying to stop Angelina, who was coming down down the hill. Full so she just speed. stepped, yeah, like stepped <laughs> right in front of her, like arms out, like I'm gonna stop my mom so she can hang out with us. And she just got blasted.
0: <laughs> yeah, she went fucking head over heels. Yeah. It, it was heels over shouldn't it be heels overhead your head's always over your heels oh yeah weird ass over tea kettle i don't know yeah, if that makes yeah. any more sense but i've also heard that one
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like I, yeah and i think i've heard ass over tit the same but I maybe i shouldn't refer to it that way with with my kid but like yeah. not, that makes sense your ass is usually below your your tit but yeah man like it was funny i got it on video but it broke my heart when I started going through, like, frame by frame, because you can see, like, all the steps of her, like, hopeful, confused, horrified, and in pain. And, like, yeah, I, I took screen grabs so, so I could easily flip through them.
0: I think after the thing, she was equally injured. Oh, well, not injured, but, like, equally hurt and embarrassed because... Uh, Everyone was laughing about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. She like crawled off and then started crying. Yeah, because but...
0: it was it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so funny. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I only get sad when I look at the stills, but but when I watch the video, it's great. But all in all, like that was a really fun sledding trip. I I look forward to doing it again. And and thank you once again to you to your family for having extra uh snow pants and bibs for us because that that would have been a much different trip if uh if you if those weren't available
0: oh yeah yeah the snow and jeans uh they get along really well uh and you're the third wheel well you
1: know that's all i've ever known so like leaving the snow warm and dry was really bizarre to me it was (laughs) kind of magical
0: yeah makes the experience a little bit more pleasant
1: so much better um, so what do you say you want to, you want to get into, uh, get into some news?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's start this year off with, uh, some dour bullshit. Well, of course we'd
1: be remiss if we didn't take a moment to acknowledge a, uh, a big loss we had on the eve of one of our, uh, most celebrated holidays. Um, their work made an indelible mark on the pop culture landscape. And, uh, I'm of course speaking about mark taylor the
0: uh (laughs) who
1: the uh, mark taylor the uh the creator of uh well the in quotes creator of he-man and skeletor in the (laughs) masters of the universe and uh he was he was instrumental in the ninja turtles toy line as well um he's touched many lives and uh he passed away on christmas eve at the ripe old age of 80
0: (laughs) so he's the old dude from the toys that made us right
1: yeah, yeah, and the Power of Grey Skull um, documentary, and there there seems to be some controversy over who is actually credited for creating He Man, but it came from his '70s property that he brought to the table uh, called like Torak the something or other um, that was you know the uh, barbarian property,
0: the Burninator.
1: Yeah, Torak the <laughs> Burninator. <laughs> um, so I mean. He will be missed, I think there are there are a lot of people out there who uh whose lives he's touched with his work,
0: and you know they'll never know it and didn't know his name yeah. This guy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I fully thought you were gonna go with uh betty white who uh who also? Yeah, right. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I kid. <laughs> who uh, who also died? Except uh, on the day before New Year's. Yeah. Instead of Christmas, uh, which is a a, a double bummer because she was only 18 days from turning 100.
1: Yeah, like I I remember hearing that that uh that some that there was a big like special planned for her for her hundredth birthday. Oh, I bet there was and and i'm wondering if they're going to just like retool it into a tribute.
0: You know, i mean it, it depends on how involved she was going to be, but i mean they they could retool it and and they should cuz uh she is she was just she's an american treasure. Yeah, like, exactly. She's super sweet. She's got a great sense of humor. Uh i you know, i learned who she was as a young boy uh oddly um infatuated with the golden girls and and yeah, grew to know her you know, as Rose, like that's who she was to me for years. Uh, yeah,
1: she was just a, a big sweet dummy.
0: Yeah, yeah, She just, just yeah, she was sweet and uh, and and really really naive and and Betty White was uh was sweet but not naive. Man, she was oh, no. she was sharp and had a career that went way back before when I was ten watching Golden Girls.
1: Yeah, yeah, like I mean, you were talking about her being smart. Like she had she had a razor wit. With like uh, when she was on like the Match Game or uh, or Password as well, but I think Match Game is where I saw her yeah. most back in the day. And um, you know she was even back in the day she she did a uh, Mary Tyler Moore. She um, later on hosted hidden camera shows and did uh, SNL and a rap single with uh, with Luciana.
0: Wait, she did um, a she rap was an single? <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah. I think
1: it was within like the last decade or so, or maybe like a decade ago. But um, yeah, man. She did a lot. She was old as hell. but uh, Yeah, she was
0: old my entire life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, 40 years ago, she was, you know, in her 50s, which, you know, to someone who was a baby, that's very old.
1: Yeah, no kidding. There was never a time where she wasn't a golden girl age for For, us.
0: For us, at least. Yeah, I mean, you look at those pictures of her from, like, the 50s or whenever, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. assuming it was. I mean, she was born in 1922, so it could be the 40s even when she was 20. But uh, she's a gorgeous lady.
1: She was. It's true.
0: It, it's, you know, I remember the first time I saw those and I was like, holy shit, Betty White was young. Because, like, my brain had never <laughs> yeah, thought like, that, oh, that, that was a that, thing.
1: That is her with dark <laughs> hair? What?
0: Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. And, and
1: it's one of those things, like, same thing with Stan Lee a couple of years ago, where it's just, you know, you're just sort of waiting for it to happen. You know, like, every, anytime I saw, like, a headline with Betty White for whatever reason like the first thing that popped in my head I'm like oh no she died you know like what's going on but um
0: and usually you're like nope she's just still cool awesome yeah
1: yeah <laughs> somebody's saying they like her but yeah I mean she she went out quietly cuz I I didn't even know she was sick or anything I I still don't know what exactly caused
0: it you know I have not heard either um I mean when I mean, someone's body giving out <laughs> yeah when someone's <laughs> yeah, yeah. 99 it's kind of like yeah because they were 99 that's why yeah
1: um, so RIP, uh, both Betty White and Mark Taylor, you were, uh, legends.
0: Two peas in a pod.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Important to the both of us.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like the, the way you were about He-Man is, is close to the way I was about Golden Girls. I never saw any Golden Girls action figures when I was a kid, but yeah, I, I but might have bought, have bought them. <laughs> i have like a little couch to set them on and have, uh. Sophia come in and belittle everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: could have taken Barbies and made them made them into golden girls.
0: Make Blanche Hump something. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Jeez.
1: <laughs> she was a thirsty old lady.
0: she was a cougar before the, there was cougars.
1: Yeah, like I I I will admit to when I was a little kid just being like, "Oh, wow." Like like you know, like like there's something just What's the word I'm looking for? Like something just uh like the, just the nature of her character, like you're like, oh, oh, she's the sexy one. You know, like like when I was a little kid, I was like, okay, all right, Blanche. yeah, I get like, it,
0: yeah, yeah, and I'm,
1: I'm I'm buying what you're selling. But man, b Arthur, oh, I, hey. I don't know, she always just got on my nerves, couldn't do it, really.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, she was I, the 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 stick in the mud in the show, but uh, I yes. love b Arthur; she's fucking fantastic.
1: Well, and she had such a deep voice, like she was so masculine.
0: She was like, you know, a entire head taller than everyone on the crew on the yeah. cast too especially she Sophia, who was a, an entire head shorter than everyone else she was
1: the anti Blanche to me so i think that's why i had a hard time with her when i was a kid i appreciate it now like i appreciate how well written that show is nowadays but um when we were younger it was kind of strange how into golden girls you were
0: <laughs> i mean it, yeah I, I was less into but still enjoyed designing women <laughs> uh, i kept that one mostly to myself though
1: yeah you were you were you were a sugar baker kid is that what it was sugar baker yes i said like i didn't actually know yeah no i, I mean i had a mom and three older sisters
0: i watched it mostly because it came on after golden girls
1: yeah yeah like designing it was women still fun murphy brown i think was yeah. the same era I watched
0: some murphy brown too
1: yeah we're, we we're going to have to do an episode on uh, on late 80s early 90s sitcoms
0: yeah, and the thing is now it's like with my kids like they they don't get exposed to that because everything's streaming you know so like i'd watch golden girls cuz it was on when i got home and i was like oh i like this show and then i'd watch the shows that came on after it because that's the way things were and my kids now they they kind of pick and choose every single thing they want to watch and yeah. they they don't just have to like oh well this is the best thing it's this or the news i guess i'll watch this Yeah, this Um,
1: the the one or two episodes of this show I like is over for the day, so I have to go do something else.
0: Yeah, and I, uh, I mean, part of that is amazing. Like for me, it's like yes, I love watching the things I want to watch when I want to watch them instead of having to deal with this. Like it's clearly better, but you're missing out on something there. Like I mean, there's probably some stuff like Golden Girls, like that they would never think they they would never click on that to watch it. Yeah, but that they would probably enjoy if. They had given it a chance.
1: One would hope. I know our kids. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not holding my breath.
0: There is something. It's probably not Golden Girls, though.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, as far as news goes, I don't have a lot of news. I don't know if it was just a slow news cycle because of the holidays, but you know, I even I even went just looking for any headlines or anything. So I've I've only got a few things. Uh, I mean, I've got a couple
0: Batman notes. All right, what you got? Yeah, I got a few things, but not really news per se. Okay. Um did you see the new The Batman trailer?
1: I think they're they're I calling did. it the Bat and the Cat trailer.
0: Yes, I did. What do you think? Uh, I I think it looks pretty good. hmm It didn't it gave us some new shots and stuff, but it didn't it didn't spoil anything in the movie necessarily. Like I didn't come away with like like, oh fuck, I I, I wish I didn't know that going into it, because I was still you still don't have a great idea of what's going on, other than there is some sort of relationship between Batman and Catwoman which of course there's going to be. Yeah. And uh that uh you get a few better shots of the Riddler. So like you get a better look at him, but as far as what his real goals or method, you know, you don't learn anything that I think would be spoilery about him, which is nice. No.
1: No. Um yeah, I I I, I liked this trailer. I'm still not sold on on Zoe Kravitz and and Robert Pattinson, but I don't have it. I'm I'm not like against it by any means. Um, one thing I liked about the trailer is just, it looks like there's just a lot going on, which I know is the, the exact point of a trailer. But I mean, like, it looks like there's a lot of fucking, fucking, whoa, why was I like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> over my word. It looks like there's a lot of fucking action and, you know, just like a lot of spectacle and a lot of big set pieces and stuff. So I'm I'm more hopeful after seeing that trailer. Um, than I was before. I mean, I I've I've never thought it's going to be shit, but you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know why. I've just got a skeptical feeling going in, but I'm really hoping it's going to be great.
0: It's probably because you've seen almost all of DC's other movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think some healthy skepticism is the the right attitude. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, not not to jump on the whole like Snyderverse train or anything, but like. I think I would be more excited if it was a Ben Affleck Batman movie, you know, coming out of that. Like I, I really liked his Batman. So going back to the beginning with somebody else and like going to the more like practical armory look, like I, I don't, I don't know if I'm a big fan of that. Like I didn't like that about the Christian Bale or or Chris Nolan uh, Batman movies. Like I loved that Affleck was like comic book Batman. You know, Batman in in Batman v Superman is almost perfection
0: yeah but. i see that i mean I, I still wouldn't mind like the gray and blue but uh <laughs> i don't think that's well, ever coming back
1: well that that was something that i that i loved about batman v superman versus even justice league because in justice league they darkened it but in batman v superman it was very clearly like gray and black yeah and i and i i loved seeing that like it, it felt like the comic book so i don't know this this whole armor thing I, i'm not I'm not crazy about it, but...
0: It makes sense, though. Like, I mean, like, if you're trying to do, like, a grounded world, like, a guy that's going to go around punching bad guys in the face probably needs some armor.
1: Not if he's skilled.
0: <laughs> if not, if he can dodge bullets.
1: Yeah, well, that man can. You've, you've seen the animated series. This guy just walks right into machine gun fire because he's wearing armor.
0: Yeah, I don't like that part at all. But, yeah, uh, you I knew know,
1: I'd get you with that.
0: I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, i was thinking about it earlier i mentioned it on twitter someone brought something like what are you most excited for and it's like I, it's and it, well, did we mention it last time it's weird to be more excited about that than anything going on in the mcu to be more excited about a dc movie i don't think we did uh, okay good because uh i am
1: because that's the truth <laughs> i'm more excited
0: about you know the batman and flash than i am uh anything that marvel's got cooking yeah yeah
1: i i, I think that's accurate. I. I have a feeling this isn't the first time for me because I'm I'm a pure Johnny DC, yeah. Like that that's that's yeah. my jam.
0: It's just been a um, like last year. I wasn't excited about either of them. There was nothing going into 2021 where I was like, yeah, I'm really fucking looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, so
0: it's nice to to you know, and maybe there was a bit of burnout in that too. But I, so it's nice to be looking forward to something again.
1: Yeah, and and then having Affleck and Michael Keaton in the Flash movie, like that's. That's we, we are getting two cakes and eating a third one. It's pretty good. Yeah. As far as Batman goes <laughs> cakes, I am around. getting, I'm getting no cake and no sweets and no party favors from fucking Superman though. I like that shit.
0: So, uh, I, I presume that cause I've seen a shit ton of it that you've seen the stuff about the ultimate ghostbusters box set. Yeah. Uh, it's got eight discs and it's got just a, sh- like, it looks really cool. Uh, it, It may be $150, which is more than I'm willing to pay for it, that's for sure. Yeah, fuck that. No way. But uh, they haven't released an official price for it yet, but man, this thing's got... uh, It comes in, like, a giant box that looks like a ghost trap, which is cool.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, And it comes with, like, a a behind-the-scenes book, you know, that has, like, a bunch of uh, concept art and, like, factoids about how it was made and shit, which looks pretty cool. And it comes with eight fucking discs, which seems like an insane amount of discs for three movies. A lot of discs. So I found out part of it is because it comes with both the 4K Blu-ray and the, like, 8K Ultra HD or whatever. Jeez. So you get two discs of each movie. That's too many Ks, man. That's a lot of Ks. So that's that's three of them, because, you know, you get Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. And then the other two discs are just packed with some really cool special features like it's got uh, an alternate cut like a pre- like an early preview cut of the first ghostbusters movie that mm-hmm. uses a bunch of different takes and stuff you know before the special effects were finalized
1: oh cool and whatnot so
0: just like it was like a, a preview cut of it uh it comes with like where you've got a bunch of unused um dailies from the from the original ghostbusters mm-hmm. it's got the uh the broadcast release for both ghostbusters and ghostbusters 2
1: like the TV versions?
0: Yeah, yeah, the edited TV versions. You get those. It's got a, a documentary, uh, which name I don't remember, but documentary about the making of Ghostbusters on it's it.
1: It's probably like I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts or
0: yes. Are You the <laughs> yeah.
1: Keymaster, colon, <laughs> the secrets to unlocking the Ghostbusters. Bam, did it. There you go.
0: And then just a bunch of other like you know uh, di- you know director commentaries and and uh, commentaries from the actors and just all, like all the special features that have ever come with any Ghostbusters thing are in this box set. So it actually looks pretty rad.
1: I'm stoked. i'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what new stuff there is because the um the previous version I have has some pretty, pretty good special features and and you know, like um like behind the scenes documentaries and activities and stuff that you can take part in. um yeah i fuck like i'm i'm certainly not gonna pay 150 bucks for 150 bucks is crazy physical media as much as i love it like i don't ever ever put a blu-ray in like almost never so it's it's tough it's starting to go by the wayside for me i've just got a big ass bookcase full of dvds and blu-rays that i think i'm finally letting angelina get to me and saying like we need to get rid of this like like Put it in like like a, a binder. I I want to save the cases, but um, we just don't need it displayed in our home.
0: No, I I can see that. I don't ever put them put it in either. I mean, I would imagine it comes with like a downloadable, like a you know one of those digital versions of each of them. well. I know it comes with uh, a digital version of Ghostbusters twenty sixteen.
1: Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yep,
0: because because when they announced it, uh, Paul Feig is that how yep. do you say his name? Yeah. Uh, Paul Feig went to Twitter and was like, yo, what's up? You, did you forget something? <laughs> to which everyone s- r- said no. Uh, yeah. But then uh, they were like, all right, you know, we'll, we, sorry, we forgot to include it. There'll be a digital version of that one.
1: Oh, I love that so much. i I've, you know, everyone, the, the internet's just blowing up talking about how it's going to have like set the record for most like unused download codes.
0: <laughs> i want to see
1: the numbers on that because it's you never I, will <laughs> you know i just i can't i can't believe that that motherfucker just like he he needs to let it go i get it that to a certain degree they were treated unfairly there absolutely were trolls out there that were out to get it before they saw even a single frame yeah but you know like the the after seeing the movie the dislike of it is justified it, in, in my opinion it was it a great was a movie.
0: terrible movie
1: but they will not accept that that is a viable option. Like like it's, it's just, if you hate it, you are a fucking sexist or, or a fucking internet troll and probably a, a Trumper anti-vaxxer at this point.
0: <laughs> flat know, like, earther. Like, You're a fucking flat earther. Exactly.
1: too. Exactly. You know, but at, at this point, like he really, he needs to accept how the world views that movie and just move on. Like, Sony clearly said, well, this is a box set for what we consider our Ghostbusters canon. The the two great Ghostbusters, or the, the two Ghostbusters movies from the original, and this one that is clearly tied to it, I assume, because I've never seen it, or still haven't. It comes out on January 4th, and I'm going to watch it. Oh, it's two days from now. Yeah. And, um, you know, he needs to just move on with his life, but to actually, like, try to cause a public uproar about it, like... What what was he expecting?
0: Try and dig up old demons, and get people riled up again. I mean, yeah, he got his name in the news again. It's true. Yeah, so, I wonder
1: if he's got a project he's working on so that so that helped out. Oh, well, what's Paul Feig up to?
0: I don't think oh, that would help out. They'd be like, hey, remember this other thing I fucked up.
1: well (laughs) maybe maybe he's doing like bridesmaids too so you know that's what people would get excited about
0: yeah i mean and that's the thing for me is like i didn't expect it to be in there because it's not canon he went out of his way to make their movie not canon like someone was saying like well it's got all the it's got the original ghostbusters in it but like not as the fucking ghostbusters though yeah sure dan Aykroyd's a fucking cabbie who gives a shit
1: yeah bill murray doesn't he get like Tossed out a window or something. Some
0: yeah, some shit like that. I don't. I don't. I feel like he was wearing like he,
1: a checkered suit or something like that. Or he like he had a plaid like a flat suit.
0: cap on us and a scarf on. I think. Yeah. I want to say I, that's about all I remember about it. And that's all right. Yeah, I'm not gonna go rewatch it to figure it out. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it looks like a cool box set. I probably won't buy it unless it's like if it was like sixty bucks, I might buy it.
1: I probably would pay that. Yeah, but I think like over 75 i don't think i can justify that
0: no like if it's 150 that's 50 bucks per movie and i wouldn't pay 50 bucks for the movie and all the special features associated with it
1: yeah and i'm gonna buy all
0: three i want a fucking discount hopefully that's just a placeholder price
1: yeah um speaking of no never mind no we're not doing segues and it would have been a bad one anyway no it would have been a bad one it would have been reaching and that's the whole point of dropping segues um but speaking of sony no just kidding And making lots of money. Uh, Spider-Man is making all the money in the world. Holy shit. That thing is breaking records left and right. And I still haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. Uh, You Uh. should It'll be in the theaters for a while. I'm sure it's still there because it's still making money.
1: Yeah, like I I went to I went to check out some showtimes while my folks were in town cuz oh man, like flights got canceled left and right, like thousands oh, yeah. of flights. So my folks ended up staying in town an extra few days. They're like, "Let's go see Spider-Man." I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds great." And I look at showtimes and they're still just packed. Like I sorry, like I I want to, and I love that that my folks suggested going and seeing a comic book movie, but uh but I I'm just not there yet. I wish it would just fucking come out on, on Disney plus man. I, I would pay that 20 or 30 bucks, you know, the premium price to watch it right now at home, but, Did
0: like far from home, come out on Disney plus cause Sony owns it. Did they, did yeah, Disney It's pay on, it's on it?
1: there. They're, they're just not gonna, they're not, they know what a mistake it is to do the whole day and date thing. Like, you know, matrix fucking tanked and yeah, And, uh, I mean, it was clearly because nobody was so excited that they, that they wanted to go see that instead of Spider-Man. And especially if they could see it at home with their HBO max subscription.
0: Yeah. That's definitely what made me not go to the theater to watch it. Like that's the reason I've seen it. Uh, and you know what though? Spider-Man, good movie. Uh, the new matrix movie, not good movie. So that might also have made a difference.
1: (laughs) I I somehow still haven't watched that
0: yeah well, you're not missing much
1: oh i I hope I disagree.
0: so I guess speaking of bad movies, uh, I need to make a revision to our last episode because oh shit. I watched a movie the night before New Year's, and uh
1: what New Year's Eve or the night before new no, Years the night Eve?
0: the night New Year's Eve Eve okay and uh it uh, it took the spot of the the worst movie I've seen all year. Oh shit. It was. Uh, it's a Netflix original called "Don't Look Up," and, and apparently, some people like it, which uh, is mind-boggling to me because uh, it's weird. Like we we watch like the you know Netflix picks those little clips when you when like when you hover over the thing.
1: Oh, and, I disabled that.
0: Oh, you can disable that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I that's need great. to do that.
0: Yeah, that, yep. that's fantastic. But I don't know, like, if an like just an algorithm picks those because a lot of the time they have absolutely nothing to like it you like you watch it and you're like i still have no idea what the fuck this movie's about could you play a trailer or something instead but anyway it started playing that and i'm like and after it was done i was like is that supposed to be a was it supposed to be a comedy because it it had the feeling like it was trying to be a comedy but nothing that happened in that scene was actually funny and so i was kind of you know uh uh suspicious i don't know if that's right i was, I was kind of kind
1: of wary of it yeah
0: yeah i was a bit wary of it to start with uh but i mean it is star-studded yeah it's, it's got meryl streep it's got um leonardo Leo dicaprio caprio it's got jennifer lawrence it's got um you know the quitsats heterac uh <laughs> what's his name from dune uh chalamet timothy chalamet oh okay Um, and and just a fuck ton of other people, uh, Jonah Hill, you know, just a ton of people. So it's like, all right, they got this many big name people in there. It's got to have something going for it. Right. Yeah. Uh, Um, it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, it was just, it was set up like a comedy. I think it got a couple, like, like maybe five snorts out of me during the whole thing where there was something that kind of funny happened. And, um. And usually it was a bit of a non sequitur. So it didn't necessarily have anything to do with the movie at all. It would have been a funny line in any movie. Yeah. And it's, it's just a super obvious satire about, uh, current like political division, which is fine, I guess, like, like climate change, like you could apply it to climate change or, you know, vaccine, you know, the vaccine rollout kind of thing. Basically like, here's this huge thing that scientists are telling you and nobody cares about it. Oh, yeah. The movie is about an asteroid that's going to hit the earth and no one gets Yeah, shit.
1: yeah. I remember seeing a trailer for it. Yeah. And this flick's by, uh, it's uh, it's the latest Adam McKay picture who who did like Vice and the big short. And like, I think he made his bones doing like, I, I believe he did like Talladega Nights. Like he and Will Ferrell used to oh, be a team. He well, made that done movie Step was Brothers funny. also.
0: Yeah, those yeah, are like, good movies.
1: He used to be Mr. Comedy Man. And I know uh, he and Will Ferrell had a, uh, had a falling out. Um, but but yeah, like you know, like like I think the Big Short was like his first like big movie outside of of goofball comedies.
0: Yeah, I never saw. Let me but just I mean, like,
1: double check this to make sure I'm not uh, the
0: the the problem is that they, the satire it's just it's super obvious and it's not really clever at all. And um, is like, it
1: even fun? Because the Big no. Short was fun. I never saw Vice.
0: No, it's not fun. It it has all these. The plot is all the fuck over the place. It has all these like little side things, like the the main girl and it goes out, like you know, ends up hanging well, out with some.
1: It has don't like a spoil weird, it.
0: No like vampires. A, uh, it has like a romance kind of subplot where they, you know, and it just spends a bit of time. Like I, we're watching this movie, and I'm like, okay, hold on. I I had Annie hand me the remote. I was like, all right, I just want to pause it. I'm curious how much time is left because this movie seems like it's taking fucking forever. And I pause it, and it's at an hour and a half. And I look over to the right and it's got 55 minutes left. Oh that's And rough. I'm like, what the ever-loving fuck is gonna happen <laughs> in the next hour of this movie? It has no business being two and a half hours long. This isn't fucking endgame. Like, nothing is happening, and it's not interesting, and there's very little comedy. What the fuck is... Like, it's just scattershot all over the place. All these different plot threads that don't really have anything to do with anything. Huh? Uh, it's just... It was a mess, and and at that point, I was like, "Can we just stop watching this?" And my wife said, "No," so we kept watching it. Uh, <laughs>
1: the boss has spoken.
0: Yeah, the one good thing I can say about it is uh, all those big stars in it. They all give a great performance. Like those are they—they're all very competent actors. Yeah, uh, and the only reason I can see that maybe they did this movie like like halfway through, it, I'm like, did they read the script? Like, did they, did someone just offer them money and they're like, sure? Or like, did they actually read the script? Be like, yeah, this is a good movie.
1: Well, and and I think Adam McKay has become one of those filmmakers that people want to work with. Like, I think The Big Short and Vice were like, surprisingly, like, well received from, you know, like, the fucking Will Ferrell guy. You know, the so I, I think people were looking forward to working with him, maybe.
0: I don't know if most of them signed. I think I heard Leo DiCaprio signed on because he's a big climate change guy and was like, "Yeah, let's get the message." Like they signed That's up. True. Maybe they signed on for the message of the film, um, which you know I'm not opposed to the message of the film. I mean, like the idea of you know pay attention to science and uh, there's big things happening in the world that are more important than like celebrity breakups and shit. I'm Jeez, fully on yeah. board with that shit, but uh, I don't need two and a half hours of boring non-comedy whatever the fuck this was to try and convince me of that, I guess. Like I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's helping anything and it's not a good movie. So <laughs> uh I do not recommend don't look up. Uh I've heard well, I've talked to some people that loved it. And uh good for you. It wasn't for me.
1: Well what else you got? Because my list is exhausted and it looks like we're about 50 minutes in. You yeah. still got a we still got a good show out of it.
0: Yeah. No, um I got a couple I mean, did you watch the book above Buffet yet?
1: No. Oh, in fact, that was me the neither. last thing on my on my uh my list was to say, did you watch it? And go, like, I didn't. Did you? Yeah, uh,
0: no, I didn't. I meant to watch <laughs> it uh yesterday and uh I didn't. I did honestly, stuff I'm honestly I'm I'm
1: not sure I give much of a shit. Like it it is to me kind of the hawkeye of uh of or, Star or Wars. maybe even like Yeah, yeah, like it's I I just I never liked the character Boba Fett back in the day. Um, so I certainly don't care much about him now. I don't know.
0: I was super into Boba Fett as a kid, but, uh, I wasn't super into Boba Fett and the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like whatever his, he, that was a different character than the one I had in my head. So
1: yes. (laughs) Fuck
0: you, LucasArts. (laughs) I I I mean,
1: I guess, I guess just the idea of seeing how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Is is the o- the only interesting thing to me because that's that's all I really know of the character. Are they like he had- f- he followed people around and he brought Han Solo to Jabba the Hut and then fell in the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, from what I understand, yeah. Like-
0: they are going to show that because yeah, this one's contemporary. This is like post Mandalorian. Yeah. It's like from there. Yeah, on. Yeah. He's so taken
1: he over the throne of Jabba the Hutt.
0: Yeah. So unless they take a do a flashback or something, there's no reason for them to explain that. You
1: figure they they would. I mean, people people are curious about that.
0: I would leave that a mystery if I was them. Hmm. I don't think I'd, I'd brush that because no matter what you do, you're going to have uh, two thirds <laughs> of the fan base being like, that's stupid. That's not how it would happen. I've been that's thinking true. about this for 40 years and I know exactly how it would happen. <laughs> Oh, shit. So, like, you, you're always going to be wrong, no matter what. So I would just leave it out. Like, yeah, he escaped. That's all you need to know. Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. He's a badass. Or at least he was a badass.
0: Yeah. Before he got fat.
1: Oh, jeez. I, I purposely did not say that.
0: <laughs> uh. Yeah, And then the only thing, thing kind of tied to that, uh, uh, did you hear, like, the Disney Star Cruiser? You know, that ridiculously expensive Star yeah. Wars hotel? Seven
1: uh, grand uh, for two nights.
0: Did you see the like little uh, featurette thing they put out? Did you get a chance to see that before Disney pulled it off the internet?
1: Oh yeah, or at least I saw one of them. I think there were a couple, but yeah, it had
0: like the the dude from the Goldbergs in it. Yes, did you see that one? Oh boy! Oh wow! It was fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I guess they had just a wave of cancellations after that, and there's like a lot of open reservations for it. It's it's almost like a resort aimed at exclusively for ultra rich super fans uh turned out to be a little niche
1: yeah yeah it did not look good like it it reminded me of the old star tours videos yeah just just super cheese ball if they're going for retro then they did too good of a job maybe i don't know like it just it didn't sit well with me i was like well I guess I'm not missing much. I'll I'll wait to hear from somebody who's done it, you know, to, to, to say like, holy shit, it's the greatest thing I've ever done in my entire life before I even entertain that idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, part of me kind of hopes it fails just because, uh, cause fuck Disney. That's why. Yeah. And that's essentially it is. And it, and I think they've, I think they are, are very rapidly reaching oversaturation on star Wars yeah, and uh, and they're gonna kill it. They're gonna fucking beat that horse until it's dead, and then they're gonna beat it some more, and uh, and then it'll just be a, a pile of ho- horse mush. And I don't want yeah. Star Wars to be a pile of horse mush.
1: You know, and and if I'm being honest, like even though I haven't seen the last couple of projects, like I feel the same way about Marvel. Yeah, I feel like like they're like at some point their cash cow is gonna run out, and and. They're gonna need something different, and whether that's like a more like dark take on it with with new a a new cast, you know, like you're gonna have to recast Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor at some point. I mean, because second tier characters aren't gonna carry all of these franchises. But. No,
0: no, and I'm kind of hoping that that they go a totally different direction with shit like Moon Knight. Yeah. Where, where because that's a great opportunity for them to go like a little dark and a little psychological. And uh, so, yeah, here's open. But uh, I, 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 part of me is just like, yeah, just crash and burn. I want you to have spent a couple billion dollars on, on a stupid fucking idea. Or that they just have to lower it down. They're like, all right, it's uh, 400 bucks a night now. Yeah. And, be and like, all right, great. But, but it'll, it'll be, I can only imagine how shitty it'll be to go like it won't be the the cool like cosplay larp experience that i would want it to be because there's you know at that price point there's going to be a ton of little shit kids running around and
1: yeah fat uninterested it'll be like circus circus
0: yeah fat uninterested dads in you know football t-shirts that don't give a shit about star wars ruining the immersion yeah uh you know whatever fuck disney
1: yeah i don't disagree I want those. I want those park tickets to uh, to come down.
0: Uh, yeah, or to uh, at, at least get the fast pass back. That whole genie thing seems like a fucking shit show, and it's what's keeping me from wanting to go to Disneyland at any yeah. any time in the near future. So, uh, yeah. you got any recommendations for this week? Get engaged. <laughs> Fuck, I can't it'll, do that. <laughs> it'll it'll make it'll make your
1: girlfriend happy. Make my Maybe. wife real no, mad. Though. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now, you know, something I've recommended before, and this was just something that popped in my head because I would love to do, you know, we've talked about it for a while, but in the not too distant future, I would love to do an episode on, uh, on Darwin Cook. So I'm once again, going to recommend people go out and check out, especially DC New Frontier. It is one of the greatest DC stories ever told by one of the greatest storytellers ever. Um, and the Parker series by Darwin Cook. Is a master class in graphic storytelling. And then, you know, he's done tons of other stuff. Well, I mean, he did tons of other stuff on like, you know, he had some fill-ins on Jonah Hex, he did a Wolverine Dupe thing. Um, he had a lot of Catwoman work, you know, a lot of Batman work outside of uh sorry, where he really broke out on the scene was Batman Ego. He he was a talent beyond reproach. But um, yeah, go check out Darwin Cook's stuff keep it alive he was one of the greatest
0: i can second that uh yeah my recommendation this week is also a comic book oh snap yeah i i i, I signed up for the yearly membership on global comics which has a lot of like indie titles and and like smaller publisher stuff on it and because uh, oh, they were offering like a, uh, I think it was 29 bucks for a year for unlimited reading, and I was like, "All right, fuck it, I'll give it a shot." Yeah, I want to, you know, read some. I've read some stuff on there that's uh, not good at all, and some stuff that's okay, and some stuff that's good. And one of the things that I uh, I thought was that was pretty good was as a book called The Black Beacon. It's published hmm. by Heavy Metal. Okay. Um, which is weird because I could not find it for the life of me on their website because I was trying to go to their website to get a link to it for the show notes. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't find it on there fucking anywhere, which is weird because it's very clearly published by them. That is weird. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's four issues into the six issue run. It's written by Ryan Lindsay and the arts by Sebastian Piritz, which uh, I don't think I've heard of either of them before, but uh, the art is good. The story is interesting. The, one of my favorite things about it is like, it's so the basic story is like, there was a beacon that went out to like the entire galaxy saying like, hey, come here, you know, it, it you know, come to this place, you know, it's great. And uh, all these different alien races show up and uh, they're just like, okay, like they all show up kind of like expecting utopia and they get there and they're like, okay, I guess we're just here. Interesting. <laughs> and, hey, what's up?
1: It, it's, yeah. Is it like the universal equivalent of like, big gulps, huh?
0: Yeah. That's what it ends up being, except like everyone's kind of stuck there now because it's really hard oh, to get sure. out of. And, and so like, it's got like, there's a lot going on there, but you follow the, this, the human, the first human to show up there and, uh, and kind of her figuring out what's going on. And it, so like at the beginning, you're like, did I miss a page? Cause you're like kind of confused. Cause like it's framed from her point of view to a degree. So there's stuff going on that you don't know the context of, but you're not supposed to know the context of it. And you kind of slowly get it as you go. Okay. Uh, and yeah, and I, and I liked I liked the way that was told, and the the alien designs are really cool. Like they're they're just some like really out there, unique looking aliens. I everywhere. get
1: it. My fucking
0: aliens are all humanoid. <laughs> <laughs> Theirs are not, but uh, it, it they're just some some cool uh, some cool sci fi art and a, like a really interesting uh, story. It's four into the six, so I think the fourth one just came out on like New Year's Eve. Well, fuck yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I would, uh, I think it's worth checking out when I was looking at their prices for their other books, like the actual paper books, if you want to buy them, it looks like they're only like three bucks. Nice. So if you're co- saving if, a dollar, yeah. If your local comic shop carries them, they're, uh, they're a little cheaper too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know a shop that around here that carries some, uh, some smaller press stuff. Maybe I'll go look for it there. It's I like yeah. having the physical,
0: I, I was going to check out a few issues of heavy metal. Cause I haven't, I mean, I read heavy metal a little bit when I was a kid well, I haven't mm-hmm. cracked open one of their books in a very long time. Yeah, I think I think my most recent one that
1: I've got is from a few months ago. I'll try to remember to bring it out to you. Oh, cool. All right. Well, uh, is that it? That's it. All right, everybody. You know the drill. Email us at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Find us on the social media's Facebook, Geeksploration the Podcast page, Instagram Geeksploration Podcast, or Twitter at Geek Pod. Um, or call us at 916 ORCTURD that is 916-O-R-C-T-U-R-D, and uh, chat with us about anything in the world. Anything.
0: And if you like this show or any others, uh, go give us a review. Like We'd like those things, and we'll read about it. Or not about it, we will actually read whatever you write on the show. So if you want to hear us say terrible things, just put it in a review, and we'll say them. We are a member of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network, and our theme song is uh, Celebration by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Bye. Bye.
2: Hello, Geek Explorers. My name is Jeremy, and I'm the founder and editor in chief of the Geekly Grind, a site dedicated to all things geeky, from video games to anime, DD, board games, comics, and more. Since 2015, we've worked to provide fresh geek content and reviews weekly. A big part of our content expansion has been the creation of our very own podcast network of which this very show has become a part of. If you're listening to this, chances are you need no introduction to the awesome commentary that John and Ben are serving up weekly on everything from Saturday morning cartoons nostalgia to recapping Disney's latest crazy announcements and much more. However, if you're looking for more podcasts to fill your commute or maybe you have a new working from home arrangement, we've got a few other shows to spotlight that would be a great addition to any geeks media menu. First, there's Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a fantastic series that spotlights anime and manga, new and old. On Mondays, they review more recent releases, while Fridays are reserved for older titles. Anime not really your thing? How about comic books? Join Lance and Chris over at Comic Book Keepers as they discuss comic books, heroes, and their impact on our lives. Maybe you're a big Dungeons and Dragons fan. Well, I would invite you to join the Knights of the Rolled Table, a comedic and family-friendly audio drama featuring a cast of improv actors bringing their unique flair to D&D. Whatever your geeky interests, chances are we've got a podcast for you, and we're excited to offer convention access, giveaway content, and more as part of our partnership with Geek Exploration in the future. See you out in the Geekosphere!